Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Falcoholic podcast listeners, welcome to another episode of the Falcoholic Live. I'm excited today to announce that we're bringing you a new series on audio. We've been uh, going through a lot of different positions in free agency for the Falcons on our YouTube channel. We've received a lot of comments that people would like these in podcast form as well. So we're going to start cranking these out to you, getting the ones that we've covered over the past few weeks. So we hope you enjoy these shorter free agency episodes. And if you'd like to watch the video versions or read the written versions, you can check those out on the YouTube channel or thefalcoholic.com respectively. Thank you guys so much for supporting the podcast and the Falcoholic Live on YouTube. And we hope you enjoy this episode. Fellow Falcoholics, what is up? Welcome to another episode of the Falcoholic Live. I'm your host, Kevin Knight, here to bring you another edition of our Falcons Free Agency 2021 series. Today, we're going to be taking a look at some free agent defensive tackle targets for the Falcons. The team is in a pretty good place at defensive tackle. They do have Grady Jarrett, obviously. They've got a second round pick in Marlon Davidson. Uh, they have some guys in the wings that they, that could also be contributors, but that doesn't mean that they're not going to add to this position. Um, we could see in Dean P's new defense, if they're planning to do more of a traditional 3-4 base pack, chase uh, a more traditional nose tackle. Uh, Tyler Davison is who the team currently has, but he's not really that traditional 3-4 nose tackle. He's more of a 4-3 nose tackle in that he doesn't have that tremendous space-eating size that teams generally look for. So we could see the team easily go after someone that fits that description in free agency. We could see them go after a running mate for Grady Jarrett because even though they do have Marlon Davidson there, we didn't really get to see what he was capable of. He could be good still, obviously, as a second-year rookie, but they might not want to take that chance. They might want to bring in someone a little bit more proven, uh, or they might just want to take a few swings at some high upside guys to kind of give some juice to that interior pass rush. So that's the position we're going to take a look at today. Uh, before we move on to that, I want to remind folks you can check out the remainder of this series on our channel. We just finished up uh, the edge group and we did safety before that so you can go check out the rest of those videos in our channel there's a playlist the 2021 off season that is going to have all of these videos in it and if you do enjoy these videos please do like and subscribe and also check out our interview with uh, Falcons linebacker Foye Aluokin uh, that aired just a few days ago. So if you haven't seen that yet, that's a lot of fun. Check that out on as one of our live streams as well, also available on the channel. So let's go ahead and jump right in. I've got five uh, big-time free agent targets the Falcons are going to take a closer look at, and then some depth guys as well to talk about. So let's get right to it, folks. So there are a variety of ways the Falcons could go in free agency when looking at defensive tackle. The most obvious one is probably going to be finding a more traditional 3-4 nose tackle to eat space in the middle. Uh, and there are a couple of good options still out there. So the first one we're going to note is one that probably fans 
smart fans, uh, astute fans already have marked down, which is uh, Titans nose tackle Daquan Jones. So Daquan Jones is a guy that I wanted for the Falcons a few years ago. Uh, Tennessee ended up getting him back, but Jones is one of the NFL's most consistent nose tackles. Uh, got tremendous size, 6'4", 322. He can two-gack. He can stuff the interior. He can play both 4'3 and 3'4 looks. He's done it in DNP's defense. Uh, he played with DNP's in 2018 and 2019. Um, he had a strong 2020 as well. Uh, 49 tackles, which is a lot for an interior defensive lineman, four tackles for loss and two sacks, uh, along with 11 pressures, which again, very respectable numbers for a nose tackle. Um, a 67.7 overall PFF grade, which is putting him in that above average starter range. Um, and it's important to note that that P's connection could be very meaningful here. Um, P's, when P's took over, the Titans made the decision to re-sign Daquan Jones to his to a pretty significant contract so I think that this is a logical reunion um Jones isn't going to be cheap uh you know we're probably looking at six to seven million a year according to over the cap um but he's also not someone who's going to be ridiculously expensive so if this is a a three-year deal for Jones the Falcons can easily make his cap hit this year two million or something like that something pretty low uh with more of a backloaded deal that's not going to necessarily kill the team in the future either so jones i think is the obvious one in the first the first one i would assume they're going to take a a bigger look at um another nose tackle candidate who i really like is uh jonathan hankins uh spent last season with the raiders um He's probably going to be a little bit cheaper. He's a little bit younger, um, has had a little bit more of an up and down career since coming to Las Vegas. Hasn't necessarily performed like you would have thought when he was a free agent. Um, you know, he had a seven sack season in 2014, which is really crazy. And he, he's cooled down since then. Um, but he's just going to be 29 in 2021. Um, and he's always graded out as a solid starter at worst. So this is a guy uh 63340 i mean he's your prototypical 34 nose tackle he's a great athlete for that size as well very productive tackler um 48 tackles in 2020 uh one tackle for loss one sack seven pressures so he's not someone who's been as consistent a pass rusher as daquan jones but he has been that in the past um and his play kind of took a a dip when he joined the Raiders. So it's possible that a change of scenery could, could help him get back on track. Um, I really like Hankins. I think he has the potential to do more than he's been doing with the Raiders. Uh, and he's going to be a little bit cheaper than Daquan Jones as well. So four to 5 million a year, he'd be that more traditional three, four nose tackle. The team might be looking for, and would probably be an upgrade over Tyler Davison as well, just straight up. So, um, a little bit cheaper, a little bit younger, not quite as proven in terms of pass rushing, but another interesting fit there. Um, next one, we're going to talk about more of a pass rusher. Um, Someone that the team has a connection to now with Terry Fontenot in the building. You probably know who I'm going to mention now that I've said that. And that is Sheldon Rankins from the Saints. Uh, you know, back in 2018, Sheldon Rankins had that great eight-sack season. He looked like one of the up-and-coming uh, pass-rushing defensive tackles of the NFL. Uh, and unfortunately, he ended up being hurt the next two years, including this one. Um he, he ended up just not being able to follow that up. Uh, and then in 2020, he's now hitting free agency again 
And he's also coming off kind of just a disappointing season where he was, look, I mean, he was limited uh, because of injury. So, you know, 20 tackles in 2020, uh, three tackles for loss, one and a half sacks and 12 pressures. Uh, Not a great PFF grade either, you know, 57.8. That's about an average starter, maybe a little bit below average. But um, look, no one can deny he's had as recently as 2018, which is not that long ago, uh, elite production as a pass rusher. Um, with Fontenot in Atlanta, that connection is there. This is a, a potentially good uh, buy low, high upside candidate. Uh, his price tag shouldn't be ridiculous. You know, over the cap has him at $2 million a year right now. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if Rankins is willing to take a deal like that, a uh, one-year deal or, or a short-term deal to try to rehabilitate his image to get his numbers back up and then hit free agency again. Um, because if Rankins hits and he's there with Grady Jarrett, you know that is a truly, truly scary interior uh, combo as pass rushers. So I think it's worth the risk. I think it's worth checking him out and, and seeing if he can reclaim some of that Uh, pass rushing juice with a healthy season here, hopefully in 2021. This is Advertiser Content, brought to you by Frito-Lay. Hello, I'm Chip Murphy, here to get you ready for the big tournament. Tonight we'll break down... We break down who will be cutting... Cut! What are you two doing? Sorry, Chip. Prez here got his feathers ruffled when I told him Ruffles has zero chance of winning the title. And I was letting Dip know that she is not taking into account Ruffles' iconic ridges. Guys, it's March. We have to start talking about the tournament. We are. It is the 2023 Frito-Lay Snack-It. We're talking about big-time matchups between Cheetos, Smart Food, Lay's, Sun Chips, and more. Just head to the Frito-Lay Snack Bracket and vote for your favorite chip, pretzel, or dip for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. This sounds great. Keep up the good work. Just go to frito No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4-3-2023. Void wherever hidden. Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Um, next name we're going to talk about just came on the market uh, as of the day I'm recording this, so I actually ended up having to add him in. Wasn't planning to, but uh, Jarrell Casey is the name. Uh, just cut by the Broncos this week. Casey spent almost his entire career in Tennessee, but he was traded at the, uh, you know, at the beginning of 2020 to the Broncos as a way of saving cap. Um, he only ended up playing in three games for Denver, unfortunately suffered a, a season ending injury earlier in the season. Um, and just, you know, didn't get to do much. He had 14 tackles, uh, one tackle for loss and three pressures in the three games that he played still graded out quite well. You know, 74.4 overall, which is a, a good starter. Um, just didn't get on the field much. And that's unfortunate. Um, so he's now cut and a free agent. He's not that far removed, you know, two years from a a five sack season. Um, and he's generally been a very consistent player throughout his career. Uh, he's a stout tackler on the interior high end pass rusher can play three, four defensive end or four, three, uh, three tech tackle. Um, this is a guy that's put up at least five sacks and eight tackles for loss and did it every single year from 2013 to 2018. That is the model of consistency. Um, so, you know, he's coming off that injury this last year. He's going to be 32 in 2021. He's probably going to be looking at one-year deals from a lot of teams um, or just kind of low-ball offers. So a chance for him to get back 
with Dean Pease, uh, where he had uh, Casey had one of his best seasons in 2018 under Dean Pease, played with him for two years. Um, that connection, if if it's strong, could give the Falcons a leg up in, in getting Casey in the building. Um, you know, because he only played in a few games last year, the Falcons could easily get Casey uh, a very incentive-heavy deal uh, with a low cap hit this year, but he could potentially, you know, earn six, seven million a year by the time all of these incentives would come up. And that's because, like I said, he only played three games, barely had any stats. You can stack up all these uh, incentives like, oh, if you get five sacks, you get $2 million, so on and so forth. Um, Because he didn't get those in 2020, those are going to be considered not likely to be earned incentives, which means they don't count against the cap this year. So um, that is a very creative way they could get him in here. And if he thinks Dean Pease is the best uh, defensive coordinator for him to kind of revitalize his career. I think that's an excellent uh, reunion combo. Um, you know, he's more of a luxury addition for the Falcons. Uh, but if if they can get him on that incentive laden deal, that one year deal, so he can potentially you know show out and then get another uh, you know decent contract after that, um, I think that that's a deal that makes sense for both sides uh, if the connection is strong. And then one more guy we're going to throw in here to talk about. That is uh, former Falcon defensive tackle Corey Peters. The potential long-term reunion plan. Um, I think a lot of us were upset when Peters was not re-signed initially. Uh, He was was basically let go for almost nothing back in 2015 when Dan Quinn took over. He's had several strong seasons with the Cardinals. Um, He's a quality veteran. He's definitely getting up there in age, uh, but still had a, a solid season in 2020 for the Cardinals. Um, he was, you know, just nine games with an injury, but still put up 15 tackles, three tackles for loss, two sacks, uh, 61.4 PFF grade, you know, solid starter. This is a guy that's not going to be expensive because he's going to be 33 going into 2021. And like I said, played in just nine games last year. So um, going to be cheap in free agency over the cap has him at 1.2 million a year. He's still uh, a solid pass rusher, still a solid run defender. This is a guy that I think is someone who's going to be a plus player in a rotation, not necessarily someone you want taking a ton of snaps, but as a guy you're getting, you know, probably close to the veteran minimum for his accrued experience. Um, I think he makes a lot of sense as a reunion candidate. I think he's a guy that can probably play some three, four defensive end too, if needed. Um, So I I like the opportunity maybe to get Peters in here towards the end of his career, uh, just as a good depth option for this team. Um, Just a couple names I'm going to mention quick because there are some logical ones here that could be more depth signings, guys that are buy low candidates that have potential. I know I couldn't do this video. You know, Evan Birchfield would probably come after me uh, with a stick or something if I didn't mention Jack Crawford, another Titans free agent. Um, He was with the Titans in 2020, could make a return. Uh, He can play that 3-4 defensive end role. He can play on the interior and outside. Uh, Versatile piece, not going to be expensive either. So that is one option. Um, Bengals offensive tackle, Mike Daniels. Uh, he's, he's a guy that was really on the upswing, has dealt with injuries in the past few years, but still talented, could be a rotational guy with upside, won't be expensive either. Um, you know, Damon, uh, Harrison, you know, one of the most famous nose tackles in the NFL. Again, someone who's getting up there in age a little bit, be 33 in 2021, coming off a down season. Uh, if they're looking to kind of swing for the fences and see what they can get out of Harrison, um, 
you know, he could, I think he still has value as that run stuffing nose tackle. He's not that totally elite, like top nose tackle in the league anymore, but you could do a lot worse than Harrison. And he's not going to be expensive because of that age and down year. Um, one more name real quick, Texans defensive tackle, Carlos Watkins had a really down year in 2020, but he's had some interesting years in the past. I think he's someone that could be uh, a guy you bring in as depth in case you don't get any prospects you like in the draft. Um, someone that can be a part of a rotation as a solid option. Still quite young, too, has a chance to, to kind of continue to grow as a player. Um, so those are all the guys. I know it's a lot of names to throw at you. Uh, there's a lot of interesting names out there in free agency. Most of them aren't going to be prohibitively expensive. It's not the position the Falcons desperately need depth at, but I think particularly if we're looking at nose tackles, um, they're likely to sign somebody um, because they probably want to save the money from Tyler Davison and put that money towards a more traditional 3-4 player. So we'll see what they do in free agency when it's all said and done. Well, guys, there you have it. A whole mess of free agent defensive tackle targets for the Falcons in 2021 free agency. Um, I think it's likely we're going to see the Falcons look into these guys. Who knows if they'll actually sign any of them. But um, I think between Daquan Jones and Jonathan Hankins and some of the other nose tackles I mentioned in the depth signings category, um, you know, I think one of these guys is likely to end up here. They do need depth of the position. They, I think they're likely to move on from Tyler Davison to save that money, put it towards a guy that's a more traditional fit. Um, again, th- guys, thank you so much for, for watching. Uh, if you haven't checked out, like I said, our interview with Falcons linebacker Foye Oluokun, uh, you can check that out on the channel. You can check out all the other videos in this series in our 2021 off-season playlist. Uh, so if you ha- want to get caught up on all that great info, you can check that out. Uh, if you enjoyed the show, please do like and subscribe. And... Uh, check out our Patreon as well. We're going to be having our next patron exclusive Q&A session where it's just 30 minutes to an hour of just straight fan questions about the Falcons or I guess whatever you want. Um, So if you're interested in getting involved with that, that session is going to be Thursday of next week, which is going to be March 4th at 6 p.m. So if you want to get in on that, just make sure you're subscribed to the Patreon uh, by Thursday so we can send you that link. And guys, again, we just really appreciate your support and everything you guys have done to help the channel grow. Again, thank you for tuning in. We will be back next week to talk cornerback targets in free agency, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, Until then, guys, enjoy the rest of your day, and thank you for tuning in to the Falcoholic Live. Have a good one, folks.